What's up? This is Johnny Tacos with the new exciting episode of Origin Stories. I have Zachariah from Blue Fire Horizon on on the line. But before we get to that, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has participated in the Johnny Tacos Independence from Addiction Through Metal coming July 4th. Uh, get, you, get your ears ready for some heavy-hitting metal music for the Lord. So just sit back, relax. It's going to be an hour and a half, possibly, and I'll throw in a good word. Maybe have some guest people to talk about addiction. You never know until you listen. So listen up. As as always, if you like me, hit subscribe, share, share me with the church. I uh, I will promise you there will be no cuss words during the podcast. Maybe not during editing, but God knows that I'm trying. So here we go. But anyways, enough about me. Let's get this show going. This is Origin. Origin. Get crazy with the cheese whiz, as uh, Beck said back in 1992 under his label called Loser. So, see on on my end of that, that just sounded like uh, you know, like you took a speaker and shoved it underwater. So I couldn't quite enjoy it over here. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's what we did. We we uh, we put it underwater for your pleasure. Perfect. Yeah, just in case you're getting ready for Aquaman Part Two. Okay. So you get used to it. And plus... Think, thinking ahead. Yes. Plus, I have a bunch of aquariums, so I want the fish to enjoy the music as well. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, your song, Crowns, will be played underwater. Nice. Nice. As as it, we, we originally wrote it to be played underwater. Um, There are some hidden messages that you can only hear if it's played underwater. Like Sebastian saying, Under the sea. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It's great. <laughs> so what is going on up there? Somewhere. Not much. Um, up in Wisconsin. That's that's where uh, we're stuck. <laughs> you know, Wisconsin is the cheese capital of the place. That's, that's, that's just going to be the cheese place. It's going to be the cheesiest place on earth. Even Chuck E. Cheese's would say am- that's pretty cheesy. It amazes me that living in Wisconsin, how much good cheese there is around, and yet people still buy and eat like the craft singles and stuff. Just yeah, I yeah. Don't get it. I, I tell my wife when she um, puts a craft single on a hot dog, Ugh. or or when she puts it on a sloppy Joe, I'm like, no, you, you you no, you're you're my rib. I say no. You got. Uh, I'm gonna. Try to get her into actually putting shredded cheese on a hot dog. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I, I don't know if I can su- be successful, but I could try. What I used to do, I used to take a knife and um, after I would cook it, I slice the hot dog, 
to match the bun right down the middle and then stuff the cheese inside and then squeeze it back together. So it was like a cheese stuffed hot dog. Hey, you were uh, inventive. You know, people pay $8 a package for that. And you, <laughs> you got it done a $1.25. There you go. And you heard it up here. I mean, well, down here in Texas, that Wisconsin knows how to make a cheese dog. Ghetto style. All right, podcast over. That's all the information. That's all. That's need. all. Thank you for showing up. Um, enjoy your hot dogs, and you know this is a taco show, but we're talking about hot dogs. See, I want. I had someone just recently try to argue with me that a hot dog is not a sandwich; it's in fact a taco, because if you look at how the bun is shaped, ah, it's shaped yeah, like a taco. Very smart. Very very smart. So. That and then that in case that blew my mind. So and we're having hot dogs today, so I just call them taco dogs. There you go. So, well, back to you. <laughs> so where um, you grew up in Wisconsin, right? Yes. And uh, Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac. Yes. If for anyone that's curious, it's French. It means bottom of the lake because Lake Winnebago is here in Wisconsin and Fond du Lac is right at the bottom of that lake. So super well, exciting. Well, I like my Winnebago with cream cheese. <laughs> so uh, growing up, were you always in a, a Christian household? Was your family pretty um, Christian oriented? Yes. Yes, I was born and raised in a Christian household. Both my parents, all of my siblings still attend church. I still attend the same church my parents do. Even I still live in the same town I was raised in. Yeah, I haven't uh, ventured off too much. <laughs> so so you're, you're one of those people that are like uh, a big star in a small town? I'd like to get out of this small town, but... Sure, there there might be like thirteen people here in Fond du Lac that know who I am. Oh, oh, watch <laughs> out, watch out, uh, Kanye West. <laughs> so, but uh, growing growing up uh, up there in a Christian uh, life uh, lifestyle, did you um, when what did rock mean to you? Because down uh, earlier in life, rock and roll wasn't really a uh, foundation for Christian music. So growing up rock and metal meant absolutely nothing to me because I did not really discover heavier music until I was in my teens, because that's not what my family listened to. <laughs> so yeah, I it didn't mean a whole lot to me. And then the first time I heard skillet when I was like 14 years old, I was just mind blown, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. What is this? And then it set me down a, a path to the point where now I have a hard time finding music that's heavy enough to satisfy me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Skillet, Skillet was my first um, turn towards the Christian light side. And they had some really awesome music, so I could see I could see how that changed your that blew your mind and made you more towards. I need heavier, heavier stuff like oh yeah, like hard look. Listen to hard looks uh, music. Ah, that stuff's soft. Oh, you heard that, Chris? You heard that? <laughs> I will see him tomorrow at church, and I will say uh, that. I will say that to his face, <laughs> and I say I didn't do it. 
Uh, it wasn't me. You got to go to Cheese Factory and talk to him about it. It's okay. It's okay. It's, Chris would say the same thing about Blue Fire Horizon. It's okay. Well, I thought you were an easy listening band. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yes. Easily, easy listening for the hearing impaired. Yeah. Anyways. See, to me, I wished Blue Fire Horizon was heavier than it is, but <laughs> it is what it is. None of the other uh, members of the band listen to stuff as heavy as I do. So this is this is the, the meat in the middle kind of thing. And, you know, Chris uh, actually introduced your music to me and i thought i thought it was awesome i thought i think your music's awesome and yeah i listen i listen to a lot more of the heavier stuff but i have an eclectic array of music and and if you listen to my podcast i i invite everybody as long as they're they're worshiping their christian music i don't care if you're a rapper a rock and roll person or even one of those one-man band people that that are you see on the side of the street playing music as long as it's for the <laughs> lord come on over and let's have an interview i'm interested in knowing about you let me know you man <laughs> so uh how did this band come come along so uh you got to go back five years or so um i was in a like rock worship band like five years ago we met for a few practices, never even gave the band a name, nothing like that. And then a few years later, um, the guitarist from that band and I, we were still friends on Facebook and stuff. And I was looking to start a band with a guy from work and he was like, Hey, the three of us, let's, let's do this thing. And so we met and originally it was, Hey, let's get together, jam in my basement, have some fun and stuff. And then, Keegan, the uh, guitarist from that band earlier, joined us and was like, you know what, let's let's do something more with this. Let's actually make this a thing, you know, start writing our own music. Um, a little bit of a lineup change since then. The I'm the only one left of the original four members. Um, but yeah, it just started me and a guy from work and a couple friends getting together to jam in my basement and have some fun and just kind of went off from there. So did you ever think that people would recognize your music or recognize you? Uh, did you ever think it was going to blow up? No, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not talented enough for that. I don't any uh, any listeners that we have are simply because God has given them to us because uh, none of us are talented enough to deserve anyone listening to our music. <laughs> and as you can tell, Blue Fire Horizons model is modesty <laughs> and that is our word of the day is modesty it starts with an m and you know who else starts with an m mother Teresa. i don't know i just had to say that i i, I was trying to think when hey. can i put mother Teresa in my in my podcast and i did it check my arc Bucket list. I'm done with the podcast. I'm gone. I, here, All right, take over. Bye. Take over. Perfect. <laughs> so, so, uh, how many records have you done? So, so far, um, we released our originally EP, which was the Down with Leviathan EP that had five songs. We've released a handful of singles since then, um, all of which 
are being remixed and released on our upcoming album disease which is um we don't have an official release date yet but it's looking like late summer early fall um all of it is done it's just being mixed and mastered and all that fun stuff that you know is out of our hands so yeah and me i like i like the hard media are are you going to have those in cd form yes if anyone wants to pre-order the cd we have pre-orders up on our website because uh mixing and mastering isn't free nor is it even cheap so like any pre-orders that we make just help to pay for the album itself so um if you go to bluefirehorizon.com you can place a pre-order for the cd there you you pay for your mastering i i get this person that right next to me free to master it yeah man it's me yeah i do it all (laughs) do it all shut up go back in the cage get in the cage (laughs) so uh yeah doing um doing music it is a very pricey thing people don't understand that um the reason why music to buy music or to buy merch because that that is actually the bread and butter to your um to keep going to keep doing uh concerts how how many concerts um have you been that you've done not a ton um right now it's kind of frustrating that the more shows you play the more money you make the less hours you have to work your day job etc etc but right now our drummer works second shift monday through friday our guitarist is a worship leader at a church that has Saturday night services and that's his full, his, his job. So like if we want to play a show on a Friday or a Saturday night, somebody has got to take off work and you can only do that so much, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we've played maybe 10 to 12 shows total in the last two years, but we do have a uh, pretty booked up, <sighs> july we've got five or six shows booked in july so that's that's pretty cool we'll be playing at a festival up in oshkosh here in wisconsin so we're playing two shows that weekend and then we'll be down in springfield missouri for chains unchained chains unchained festival yeah that's at the end of july hey i've been telling all the artists that are going that are part of the thing because you know i got the the 411 and all the artists you must ask Streety for some tacos. All right. Yeah, you ask him for tacos. Because he's saying there's supposed to be uh, food over there. Mm-hmm. And he said there's going to be barbecue. I know it's not Texas barbecue. It's, it's y'all's <laughs> northern barbecue. Tomato sauce up there. Um, but he said... There, there won't be any tacos, but if I do a petition for enough, there will be tacos. <laughs> All right, I'll get right on that. I'll see what yes. I can do. Yes. I doubt I have that much pull, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> well, I have Saving Jackie on, on that got your back, uh, and also uh, Divided Me, they got your back, too. All right, sounds good. We'll all, we'll all meet together in the parking lot before and hammer out a plan to make sure we get some tacos yes yes and then i need it f- for social media i need pictures social all right. media all right yes so got we it. got it we got it we got it down we got it good we'll get it taken care of yes so uh what is the future 
Not not, a, not my future, but your future. <laughs> it's a cliche answer, but it's the same one we give everyone, is that that's wherever God leads us. And if it means that for the next 20 years, we just make music and play shows in local bars here in Fond du Lac, but there's that one guy standing in the back that hears the gospel for the first time and gets saved, that's absolutely what our purpose was, and we are happy to do it. And if it's to go out and tour the country, tour the world in front of hundreds and thousands of people and influence people that way, that's great too. But whatever path God sets for us, that's what we're going to follow. So do you uh, So do you do like altar calls during your uh, concerts? Not typically, no. Um, I My own standard is that I, in any set, Christian or secular, festival, whatever, in a bar, wherever, I will spend a minimum of 30 seconds making sure that people hear the gospel. You know, I will stop playing music, stop talking about anything else in at least 30 seconds to let them know what <laughs> what the truth is. Yeah, because, you know, that's that's the whole main reason for, for the music is to worship God. And you got to give him his his time and his and his uh his space so he can he can go out there and start watering those seeds that you're you're sowing. Yep, so, I've gotten booed for it. It's uh, great. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's funny. I I get nervous right before because I always have it planned in my set what I'm gonna say when I'm gonna stop and take pauses. You know all that kind of stuff. And so I get nervous, like knowing, okay, I'm going to be sharing the gospel now in, you know, right after this song. And then as soon as I hear people boo, I'm like, yeah, that just gives me energy to keep going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I can't explain why, but you know. Yeah. Um, I can see. So, so you do a lot of concerts with uh secular bands, so, you know, it, it wouldn't be a Christian concert. Nobody right. be like booing you for, doing the gospel i heard that one before <laughs> speak something else different talk yeah, about the prodigal right. son come on <laughs> what about the, the the woman at the well we need to talk about the, her too come on so uh but were y'all all um christian influenced or did you kind of like win over some of your band members and then no, um, it was very important to us that all of us in the band be united in our mission to make it a ministry first. So first and foremost, above musical talent, above anything else is their relationship with Christ. If that's not there, then we have no interest in that person being in the band because it's a ministry first and we know that. And we can't have a ministry that's being led by people that don't have that vision. Amen. Because there is a, there's a difference between a Christian band and a band that have believers in it because a Christian band is going to push forward that gospel. Uh, Christians that are in a band are going to be more leaning towards what does the fans want to hear? So, so yeah, that that definitely is is pretty awesome that you have to make sure God first and then the music because God gave you the the words to push through for it. So and what uh the one song Crown which we'll we'll be playing towards the end of the show. 
How did that song come along? So that was one of the first ones. Um, our original EP was written. All the guitars were written by our old guitarist, who's no longer with the band. That's Crowns is one of the first ones that Hunter wrote um, as the new lead guitarist. He was in the band when Keegan was with the band, but Keegan left and Hunter kind of assumed that role. And he and I wrote it together. And if you listen to the song, you can tell very much who wrote what. Because Hunter is a massive Breaking Benjamin fan. Grew up listening to Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. And you can absolutely hear Breaking Benjamin in the first half of that song. And then there's me, the big Impending Doom Deathcore fan. (laughs) And it just (laughs) drops right off in the second half of that song. And you can tell who uh, came up with that. Well, you know, I I like Breaking Benjamin, which is a, is a band that is a band with Christians in it because Ben mm-hmm. say, uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what uh, if he's non denominational or or what, but he had said in an interview. But no uh, idea. I actually I actually like Breaking Benjamin, but you know, I, oh, I do too. I listened to them years ago, and I still enjoy them from time to time. And I actually saw him live um, a couple years ago with with one of my favorites, uh, Chevelle. And Chevelle actually started as a Christian band mm-hmm. before they they got up. So, do you you see you see yourself just staying Christian, right? You don't see Absolutely. yourself taking a a ride at Decatur over there and start doing <laughs> secular. So, we no matter what the future holds for this band one thing that i can say is that we will absolutely be ministry centered amen at every point down the line now the question of whether or not we will stay a quote-unquote christian band something that's been on me a little bit lately weighing on me is the idea of dropping the christian label from you know our spotify our facebook all that and Here's why, is that I have had people that I've tried to share our music with and that have took what, taken one look at it and gone, oh, it's Christian bad. No, thanks. How are we supposed to get the gospel into people's ears if as soon as they see the word Christian, it's an immediate turnoff? So not in an attempt to gain more popularity because it will would always be ministry-centered with clearly Christian lyrics, God-honoring lyrics, that anyone who takes the time to listen to it is going to be able to say, yeah, these guys are obviously Christians. But it would get people through that that first step to listen to it so they can hear the gospel and hear the truth, you know, instead of immediately seeing the word Christian and, okay, no thanks, I'm good kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense because... You see my name up there. It says Johnny Taco Show right behind me. It doesn't say Johnny Taco's Christian Show because because uh, we live in a world today where people see Christian stuff and they're, they're saying, ah, you know, all they're going to do is just throw a Bible at me. You know, I'm pretty good at throwing Bibles, but, you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt people. Just heal them with the, the Lord. That was my uh, bad joke of the day. 
But, um, yeah, I could see definitely, you know, when you, you take that off, it's kind of like a sneak attack. It's like a sneak attack through the enemy enemy uh, lines. Yeah, and I, 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 I would... Our music would absolutely not change. Our lyrics wouldn't change. We have literal scripture in at least half of our songs, you know, and that would never change. It's just an, an attempt to bring the gospel before more people who would just immediately discount it and not want to have anything to do with it, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, from one podcaster to the next podcaster, I'll let you plug in your podcast on here because, you know, I love you. You're a brother. So what kind of podcast you do? So um, Hunter, the guitarist of the band, and I have a podcast called The War Is Everything Podcast. It is named after the first song that our band ever released, which is titled The War Is Everything. Um, the whole point of the, the show is just to basically do what you're doing right now. <laughs> Bring in other artists from other lesser known bands, uh, give them a platform to share their music with people that might not otherwise hear it. Um, and to just kind of talk about Christian music and the metal scene in general. And yeah, um, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I got, uh, I had an interview earlier. She said that nobody really gives Christian artists the time of day to, to, to shine. Nobody, nobody gives a, a podcast like that. So she was really happy to be interviewed on a pod, on a Christian podcast to to let let people know that hey there there is great worship music out there that that nobody hears and I I tell her you know what it's not me I I could have uh, easily went the dark side and made a bunch <laughs> of uh, crappy uh, uh, podcast about the everything is about the world but now I wanted to 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 reach out. Uh, because God has pushed me into doing this. Uh, actually, he was speaking through my pastor. He goes, you know what? You have a voice and a face for radio. At first, I, I took it as a compliment. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, you know, this beautiful mug right here. I'm, I don't have no uh, TV presence. I thought I did. Now, thank you. Now I feel so bad about it. But then I hear my voice. And I'm like, yeah, I do have that baritone voice. So better but, than mine. <laughs> no, you have that, that awesome, um, quirky kind of podcast kind of voice. All right. Uh, he got so. and like, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, quirky. <laughs> See, I sit and I listen to my, I hear my own voice and I'm like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to auto tune all mine. And when I first started, I had, uh, Rex's first Christmas so I had a a low one and then I had a really high pitch because I changed the pitches on everything and it was like one of my first podcasts and it was just me because I didn't have anybody to interview and um, people actually thought it was pretty funny they go you should do like a kids <laughs> podcast I'm like mm, I, it wasn't really supposed to be for kids you know it was, it, it was just something I'm messing around with but God has sent me t uh, to interview people and i also do current topics uh christian topics so about the yeah. how we do a little bit of that as well um often 
probably a dozen times in the last year. We've had um, Keebler McKay from Collapse Revive uh-huh. um, as a guest host on our show. And a lot of the time it's because we just had trouble. We, we release a new episode every single week. So as you can imagine, it gets hard to book guests every single week. So a lot of the time it's we just tried and couldn't find anyone to get on that week. Hey, Keebler, you want to jump on and talk about something, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I do three episodes a week, four. Uh, I just, I'm just a a rolling machine. I just, just that's all I want. My wife gets bored with me, and she goes, "Just go hide in the studio." I don't have time for that. <laughs> well, um, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show. We're we're getting close to the end of the show here. Uh, before I play your your new single out. Um, just want to thank you so much for taking the time. We've been trying to get this going for a couple of months. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're, it's your busy schedule, and then all of a sudden my whole thing started blowing up, and I had to fit you in in June, the hottest part of the year. <laughs> so, well, uh, thank you for having me on. I I appreciate the the opportunity to come on and talk and have a good time. And this is fun, you know. I like I like conversations where we're like friends we're just chatting we're just having a good time just enjoying it and that, that's the reason why i love doing podcasts it's just talk we're just chatting we're, yeah. you know my wife hates that i say chatting because it shows my age <laughs> why do you always say chatting grandpa i was like well you know i'm 45 i'm not that old you're 20 years older than i am oh yeah okay <laughs> padawan use the force i am Obi-Wan Kenobi, you are Luke Skywalker. But anyways, uh, what I would like to thank is all the new people that happen to stumble upon this podcast, thinking it is a recipe channel or a Mexican recipe channel called Johnny Tacos. No, uh, you actually actually were a little dyslexic. That's Taco Johnny's uh, podcast. This is Johnny Tacos. (laughs) The only <laughs> the only food you get is the word of Jesus Christ, the bread of life. And just like uh, the lady in the well, she received the everlasting waters through his stories. You listen to the testimony of my guest and the music that they play. Uh, I, I just want to thank you for coming on here. You know, it's not by accident. Uh, you know, Zachariah or myself had something to tell you about Jesus Christ. So uh, thank you for coming on and listening to the whole podcast. Uh, to all my diehard listeners, you know who you are. I know who you are because I watch you. I watch you <laughs> and I know that you like all my stuff. And I'm flattered and a little, little nervous because nobody likes all my stuff except for you. You know who you are. Love you, brother, sister, and other brother, the true believers. Uh, Thank you all. You are the sauce on the taco supreme of this life that I live. So uh, I'll pray us out, and then we'll hit the music. Or do you want to have the honors? Let's have the guest honors. Can you pray us out? Sure. Father, thank you for this opportunity to uh, 
come on this podcast and thank you for Johnny for giving the opportunity. I pray that um, this conversation that we had, that it would just bless the ears of those that listen to it, that whatever message you have for um, whoever it is that's listening, that they would receive that message and understand what it is that you have for them. I pray that um, as he continues to do this podcast, that you would continue to, to touch the lives of the people that listen and I pray for our ministry as a band in Blue Fire Horizon that we would continue to follow your path and to uh, to reach the people that you would have us reach. Amen. 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 Thank you. And thank you all. I hope you all have a blessed weekend. And try to keep cool. Drink some sweet tea if you're in the south. I don't know what everybody enjoys up in the north. Uh, I know it's not sweet tea i don't know what he, i guess it's powerade i don't know what he's drinking <laughs> that's what i'm drinking right now but yes yeah. it's powerade the uh sweet tea of the north so sure we'll call it that all right well everybody have a blessed day uh we love you god bless you and keep you take care